Today's scripture reading is from the book of Haggai, the second chapter, the 20th to the 23rd verse. The word of the Lord came to Haggai a second time on the 24th day of the month. Tell Zerubbabel, governor of Judah, that I'm going to shake the heavens and the earth. I will overturn royal thrones and shatter the power of the foreign kingdoms. I will overthrow chariots and their drivers. Horses and their riders will fall, each by the sword of their brother. On that day, declares the Lord Almighty, I will take you, my servant Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, declares the Lord, and I will make you like my signet ring, for I have chosen you, declares the Lord Almighty. This is the word of the Lord. Today we've, uh, we've reached the conclusion of our study in the Old Testament book of Haggai. Two chapters, 38 verses. Um, someone was sharing earlier today, uh, we, don't, we don't study this as just a, um, a technical exercise that, um, isn't that wonderful? You know, we've, 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 we've carved up uh, and, and examined uh, an Old Testament book that's two and a half millennia, roughly, uh, in age removed from us, but what's the what's the relevancy? What's the the point and purpose uh, of the word? Uh, if there is, I, I'm a I, you know you know I'm an engineer by vocation. Um, and I, I tend to see things, unfortunately, too linearly, you know, pray for my wife, she has to deal with me, um, that, that if there's no point and purpose, then it's, it's like, why are we doing this? <laughs> oh, <laughs> why, if, if, you know, and sometimes we'll get caught up in that, and uh, we, we're actually able to, to sneak away just for a few days to go visit our, uh, our, uh, our seventh grandchild, our second grandson, uh, but when we, when we start to talk about, well, what is it you want to eat, you know, we're, we're deferential to one another that it's disgusting, you know, it just, it's like, well, where do you want to eat? Well, where do you want to eat? It's like, well, somebody make a decision. Uh, well, both of us are sitting here starving, deferring to one another. And uh, she says, well, I always pick. Well, I'm okay with that, you know, uh, you know, just, just keep picking, you know. Uh, but then I, you know, then when she does pick something, I was like, did you really want to go there? It's just like... It's like, well, it should speak now or forever hold your peace, you know? Um, but what's the point? What's, what's, we're, we're going there to eat because that's what we've decided. We're, we're, we're driving there because we're going to visit with someone. We're coming here on a Sunday morning, not just for some, you could be doing any number of things on a Sunday morning, you know? Coffee and a bagel uh, on a Sunday morning with a newspaper with a little jazz playing in the background sounds pretty good, yeah. So, 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 the, why are we here? Why do we study the word? What's you know? What's the takeaway? There's a point and a purpose to everything. Um, so much so that we've seen here in these 38 verses. 38 verses. I mean, you do the math. 38 verses. The writer refers to God. He could have referred to God in any number of ways, but he refers to him as the uh, God Almighty, God of the angel armies. 
14 times. 14 times he refers to God that way. Uh, as, I, as I share with the ministers, if, if, if you see a repeated use of a word that often in, in, in that small of section, you know somebody, the, the writer's trying to make a point. 14 times he refers to God as God Almighty, God of the angel armies. What is that? Well, the situation that they were in was bleak. You've heard me talk about Popeye and that poor, poor, pathetic, you know, guy. You know, but, but, but if I'm going, if I'm going to go into a battle, or if I've got a situation where it's, it, it's going to look tough, I'm not going to get someone that's as only good as me. I want someone who's, who's got the, where's John King? I need somebody with, I need someone with some muscle. You know, I I need Nate. I I need DeAndre. I don't 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 come creeping in there with me. You know, I won't point out any other body else. It's like, oh, Pastor, what you're saying? <laughs> it's just like, but uh, what I'm saying is, I want somebody who can can carry the day, can help me in the situation I'm in. And Haggai refers to God in that way. So what are you saying? I'm saying whatever situation you, you find yourself in, you know, isn't it wonderful to know that uh, our relationship is with, you know, he's a God of peace, he's God shalom, he's, he, he's all of those things, but he's also the God with the big guns, you know? God of the angel armies, the God who can get stuff done. That, that, that when, when, the, when the, the going gets tough, I don't have to get going, uh, it's like, you got this, right, God? Yeah. Yeah. I'm in a situation right now that I can't solve on my own. Come on now. I need someone with some big guns. Yeah. Right. 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 I don't want, I don't, it's not going to, you know, I, you know, particularly if I'm in a fight. Peace is not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for someone who can bust some chops, you know, I... <laughs> I need, I, need, I need somebody to defend me. You know, I, I, that's, that's what I need. Uh, and that's exactly what is being, nine times, I mean, this again, 38 verses, you could just read it and read it and read it and read it. Nine times in these 38 verses, God said, I will. I will fill in the blank. I will. See, someone with big guns can do that. I can say that. I can back up my play because I am who I am. I will bless you. I will make you. I will grant you. See, that's, 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 that's who we're dealing with here, uh, the God of the angel armies. I will. Not I might. Not if, if, if the mood strikes me right. Not if uh, I get around to it. You know, that's what I tend to do. You know, when you get around to it. No, I will. In 38 verses, in 38 verses, I will. The last time we looked at the, the 10th to the 19th verses of the second chapter, and we saw this is what the Lord Almighty says. 
Ask the priest what the law says. If someone carries consecrated meat in the fold of their garment and that fold touches some bread or stew, some wine, olive oil, or other food, does it become consecrated? The priest answered, no. Then Haggai said, if a person defiled by contact with a dead body touches one of these things, does it become defiled? Yes, the priest replied, it becomes defiled. Then Haggai said, so it is with this people and this nation in my sight, declares the Lord. Whatever they do, whatever they offer there is defiled. We won't re just retread all of the, the same ground, but just suffice it to say, even though the temple was the place where the people interacted with a, a very holy and a very infinite God, uh, it was not meant as a substitute for a relationship. The temple was not meant as a substitute for relationship. It was meant to facilitate the relationship. See, again, as I keep saying, God isn't interested in right religion. He wants a right relationship. Because a right relationship will spawn, will lead to right behavior, right actions. See, I shared before, I share again, and me going to McDonald's over and over and over again, or any fast food place, it won't make me a hamburger or, or a chicken leg or anything else. See, and constant trips to the temple didn't necessarily, didn't necessarily, it didn't make the people holy. You go to the temple all day long, and, 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 and you're not going to be holy. See, the examples that, 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 that God was given to Haggai to answer uh, were provided so the people would understand that there's, on, there's one and only one source of holiness. There's one and only one source of holiness. It's God. I know you love your mom, your dad, and all that, but your mom can't convey holiness to you. You know? They, 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 you know, and that's what a lot of times, again, we go to the pastor or we go to a ministry leader, you know, and it's like, you know, you go before the elders of the church and you lay hands on you, you pray, and the prayers of the righteous does avail much. That's why I love Mother Smith. It's just like, you know, I'm going to go to someone who has a relationship with God, but I am not, don't, don't get me wrong, don't you be bamboozled, neither am I bamboozled, that, that, that somehow that the person praying for me is holy. There's only one holy one. There's only one holy one, see, but conversely, uh, you don't even have to go looking for sin. Sin's going to find you. You know, it's, it's, it's got your, it's, it's the evil one, as I keep saying, he's the evil one, not the stupid one. And he's evil. And his intention is to trip you up, to separate you from the love of God. He can't steal your soul. All souls are mine. God said that. See, but what he can do is make you ineffective in, your, in the years that God has you on this earth. So, so life isn't abundant. Life isn't, life isn't lived well. We're not witnessing to others. We're just hunkered down, huddled in a quarter, in a corner, just quivering, just like, Lord, get me through the night. You know, just, just get me through. No power. No strength. No confidence. You just, you're going from one, one, drama, uh, one issue of drama to the next issue of drama. Say, only one source of holiness many sources of sin. So God, through the prophet, concluded uh, that section with the 19th verse. Is there yet any seed left in the barn? Until now, the vine and the fig tree, the pomegranate and the olive tree have not borne fruit. From this day on, I will bless you. 
See, essentially God through the prophet is saying, you remember how before you started work on the temple that your purses and your wallets seemed to have holes in it? You know, things didn't seem to be going so well. You work all day and it's just like, man, Uncle Sam just keeps taking so much. Uh, it's just like, boy, with this deduction and this garnish and this, this, and then SMUD's gone up and PG&E's gone up. And by the end of it, it's like I got much more month and no money whatsoever. Consider your ways. Consider your ways. Now, now God, through the prophet, said, now look at how things have been since you got into right relationship with me and begin to restore the object of our relationship. He said, from this day on, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to bless you because you're seeking me. Uh, you're not seeking your own, uh, your own uh, goodies, and you're not just seeking uh, some religious pursuits, but you're seeking to restore the, the, the object that will facilitate the relationship that God wants to have with the people. From this day on, I'm going to bless you. So what did we conclude last time? We concluded that good and perfect gifts come from a holy God. Uh, so today we want to start looking, and it won't be very long, uh, from the 20th verse. And the word says, The word of the Lord came to Haggai a second time on the 24th day of the month. Tell Zerubbabel, governor of Judah, that I'm going to shake the heavens and the earth. I will overturn royal thrones and shatter the power of foreign kingdoms. I will overthrow chariots and their drivers. Horses and the riders will fall, each by the sword of his brother. You know, as I, I, I caution everybody to read not only the context and the setting, uh, but, you know, if we're not careful, we'll start looking for chariots and drivers and, and riders and, and those types of things. And so we need to understand what's being said and conveyed here. See, this short message was given on the same day as the previous message. And whereas the previous message uh, uh, was one of uh, admonishment and warning, this is a message of encouragement. And it's not sent to all of the people. It's sent to Zerubbabel. Uh, so time to just pause right there. Remember, Zerubbabel is a descendant of David. He's, the, he's down a royal line, uh, but he's not king. He ain't, he ain't king of nothing, you know? <laughs> he's just... <laughs> he's a governor of a conquered land, and he was appointed by the people that conquered him. That's, 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 kind, of a, that's kind of an odd duck, if you will. Uh, he's, he's appointed over people, a remnant of people, 40,000 or so, out of the millions that were probably uh, originally there that have gone back to repopulate uh, the, the land. So it's, 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 it's got to be so humbling. I'm supposed to be, I'm, I'm in line to be somebody. I'm supposed to be king. And I'm here, governor, appointed by uh, uh, non-Jews that have conquered my people. Yeah, they were nice, they let us go back and they allowed us to build a temple, uh, but how ironic. And I'm reading this and I said, I will overturn royal thrones and shatter the power of foreign kingdoms. How in the world are we supposed to interpret this passage? See, because we have the benefit, because we have the benefit of history, we know what happened and what didn't happen. So let's not, let's not, let's not pretend like, 
okay, so, so God preached, uh, or God spoke this, and then uh, the, the, the Jews rose up, and they reestablished the kingdom, and, and Persia was defeated, and, and, and it, things were grand. Uh, no, that's not how the story ends. That's not how the story so, See, uh, they continued to be under authority of others. Later the Greeks. Later the Romans. The temple was completed. Couldn't hold a candle to the first temple. See, we, Solomon had something going on. His temple was like, that's a temple. That's a temple. This was, it's okay. It, it's okay. Uh, but even more ironic, what was built got destroyed again. Okay, man, this is pretty depressing. Uh, <laughs> what is God talking about? I like how one theologian wrote. He said, we must remember that Haggai was speaking eschatologically. He's talking about beyond the here and now towards the end. When is the end? When the end is in. Uh, to a different circumstance. Continuing the quote, there was a big difference between things as they were and things as they would be. Things then were small difficult and discouraging. The temple was being, being restored, but very slowly. The new structure in no way matched the splendor of the former temple. The harvests were small. Drought and mildew plagued the workers. Zerubbabel of the line of David was only a Persian governor of a tiny community, but, would it, but, it, but it would not always be that way. Yahweh was going to shake the nations. Their power would be broken. Their wealth would be brought to the restored temple. The future glory that the temple would be greater than the former and Zerubbabel, God's servant, would become God's authorized representative on earth. What's your point? I'm glad you asked. The point is we should never confuse what's going on in our life right here, right now, with God's ultimate plan and purpose. See, we, 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 we've, got, we've got like, like uh, chronological blinders. We can only see things, I would say, in a 70-year pericope or 70-year span. Uh, God, I don't know, uh, maybe it's age. Maybe it's seeing, seeing forward that there are fewer days ahead than behind me. Uh, that, that you become very reflective and very focused on the time and opportunity that you have right here, right now. See, when I was 20-something, like I've shared before, I knew everything. I was so smart. I, I'm serious. I knew everything. I knew everything. Everything about life, I knew. I knew what I was going to do. I knew what I was going to, uh, the degree. I knew, I knew, I knew, I knew. And every year I got older, the dumber I got. <laughs> See? If we're not careful, we'll look at our circumstances through the lens of our humanity and say, well, you know, well, God said this. Well, how come I don't have a nice bank account? God said this. Why did I get the bad news from the doctor? God said this. Why did the one I confess love to leave me? God said this, why do I have kids that don't seem to believe like I want to believe or, or follow the things that I want to follow? What's, 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 what's up with that? See, 
We must never confuse God's purpose and his final plan with the point and purpose of our present situation. See, otherwise what we, off, what we will pass off as faith will always be limited to what we see, feel, or experience temporarily. Oh, I've got faith so long as God gives me what I, what I want him to give me. That ain't faith. That, that's just, that's just, you might you play the slot machines. You probably, you know, they, they guarantee 98% return on your money there. You know, just, just if, if that's what you're looking for. Well, I'm going to do this because I'm going to get this. That's not a relationship. That's an investment. Now, see, see, see you, 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 you follow after a holy God because he commanded you to follow after me. See, all the other blanks of life will get filled in. See, Zerubbabel, he, I, I pray, I don't know. See, see, we don't know, and we don't know much about Haggai after either, because, you know, as, as the temple was nearing completion, I'm sure that God's word was still echoing in his ear. Overthrow chariots. Huh. Ain't no chariot been overthrown last time I checked. Yeah. Uh, harvest still kind of puny. Uh, yeah, God's still taking care of me, but it ain't the way I would like it. It, it ain't the way I want it to be. See, see, and and God is saying through the prophet, just, 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 just wait a minute. Uh, just, just wait a minute. See, we've got to look at God's promises through the lens of eternity. Not only from our salvation. See, we can, we, we're okay with that. We're okay with salvation. I know one day I'm going to be with God forever. I know that, see. But when it comes to day-to-day circumstances, we don't, we sometimes, some, somehow eternity gets left off the ledger. And we're, we're really focused on right here, right now. God, give me this now. Give me this now. And if I don't get this now, I'm going to be mad right now. That's, 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 that's my humanity. That's, that's my humanity. And God is, is, is like, just, just for a moment, suspend your, 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 your desires and your lusts and your wishes and, your, and your, everything that you want and try and look at it from my side of things. I'm trying to work out something not only for you in your life, but the, nobody, you know, very few people know who led Billy Graham to Christ. Oh, I don't know. Some people know. It's like you just, you just know detail that way. But, but, but maybe it's not your role to be all the things that you would personally like to be. But it's for you to be in a situation to bless or to be an impact on that person and you will be that transforming agent for the next person. But if I'm looking at, but if I'm looking at everything as uh, my life is a black hole that every, every blessing comes to me, everything, it's all about the me, it's all about me, then it's not about how am I going to bless this person? What, can, what am I supposed to do to bless that person? Because that person is, I'm supposed to bless that person in a way so that person can be a blessing to a person, to a person that I don't know, to another person that I don't know, to another person that I don't know. And you know what? A, a whole city might be transformed just because I did one thing that nobody knows. Wow. 
But if it's all about me, then we never get to the there. And God is like saying, step back from the cliff, don't jump. I want to bless you. I, I, I thank God for Sister Morgan, Sister Jones, uh, Sister Peyton. Uh, they, they, are, they are such sterling examples of quiet, faithful service. Well, well, well what, am, what, am, what am I doing? I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not leader of a ministry. I'm not, you know what you're doing? You're guiding the lives of another generation of kids that if you weren't there, that they would be in, in, in a bad way. See, 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 and I, and I call them out because I, I know them, but you all are in a similar situation. It's like, nobody knows what I'm doing. It's just like, seems like life is a struggle, and it's just like, these kids are just like killing me right now with, uh, with their issues and all, and it just seems like I'm not making any headway. And God is like, keep a long-term perspective on this. Don't, don't look at, don't look at a, a, an immediate return on your investment. It's, 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 see, 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 <laughs> when, when Pilate asked uh, uh, Jesus, he said, <laughs> how timely, he said, uh, uh, are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus said, you're not that smart, Sherlock. Who told you? Who, 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 who told you? Is that your question or did somebody put you up to that? Don't you, don't you know who I am? I'm Pilate. Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. Think about that. My kingdom is not about this world. But it seems like 50% plus one of what we're focused on is absolutely about this world. And we say we're Christ followers. Say, we're Christ followers. Christ followers. We're Christ followers. Follow Christ. Christ followers. My kingdom is not of this world. So what's your investments looking like? Are you buying stock on planet earth? Uh, well, what's your investment? Buying stock in, 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 in planet soccer? Are you, were you, were you investing in, in, in uh, uh, whatever it is? Say, what are you investing in? My kingdom, my kingdom is not of this world. Let me be very, very clear. Uh, our situations are very real. My pain is real. Uh, I, again, I, I solicit your prayers. Say, if God is concerned about and sees a sparrow, He sees, I mean, you ever think about that? I mean, just really ponder that. You know, what's a sparrow? I mean, it's just a little bitty bird, not a whole lot to it. You know, if you had to eat it, I mean, you wouldn't even, that wouldn't be a good appetizer. It really wouldn't. And he said, not one that falls, not one falls that I, it doesn't, I don't, I'm not aware of it. I'm aware of, I, I see that. And then the rhetorical question, it's like, how much more for you? You're worth more than a bird. I, died for, I didn't die for birds. I died for you. Uh, example. Um, 
I don't know, this is bad. Uh, I, you know, I'm, 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 a, I'm, a, I'm a hopeless San Francisco Giants fan. <laughs> what does the Giants have to do with Haggai uh, and this long-term perspective? My prayer was always... And for those of you who f- follow sports and have, you know, have allegiance to a team that uh, was like the Cubs, never win anything. I'm praying for the Cubs fans, you know, just never win anything. I was a Giants fan, and I was sincere. I prayed, you know, this is in my, in my youthful craziness. Uh, Lord, it'd be wonderful to experience just one championship in my lifetime. Can I, you know, just, just one. I want to know what it feels like to be a winner. Sports-wise, three championships in five years. John King ought to say amen about that. (laughs) Three championships in five years. What has that got to do with Haggai? See, the Giants, if, if you follow sports, they're not the, for the longest, they were a cheap team. They were not a team that chose to go out and pay big money for superstars and all of that. Hey, they got burned. They still get burned every now and then. But they were a team that took a long-term view in developing a winner. They started with their farm system. They started doing things that, 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 that it didn't look like it was going to show any benefit in the short term. They did things, they, they, they invested in certain things that now years not just years, decades later, results in three championships in five years. What are you you saying? Uh, Too often we're so focused on the immediate, the gratification of my situation, that invariably I make things worse. I I, I wanna solve the problem I have And so the things I do invariably make things worse. I don't have a long-term view. See, I like what Paul said to the church at Corinth. It is sometimes necessary for our physical situation in order even our very lives to be destroyed. Why? So that God can save our soul. I know, that, that, that didn't preach, preach too well, uh, you know, because, see, see, I'm, I'm hearing the song, uh, I was just, just kind of resonated with, he's working it out. What's he working out? He's working it out for you. He's working it out. What's he working out? He's working it out for you. See, we, we, we do everything within our power and our ability to avoid the trouble of life. But like I keep saying, if you want the muscles, if you want the big guns, then you're going to have to go through the pain. See, and I, and I had to go through a trainer to actually understand this. It's like what you do when you work out, you're actually tearing your muscles in itty-bitty places. And it's, and it's through the tears and the healing that you get that bulking up. Oh, I don't want to tear nothing. I don't want to hurt nothing, but you want to be bulked up, don't you? No, maybe not. Maybe I'd rather whine about my situation. Uh, You know, again, as I shared before, I share again. A lot of us are so content with talking about the transformation we're going to do, we bamboozle ourselves into thinking we've actually transformed something. We've talked about it so much, we think we've done it. You know, I'm going to get around to losing weight. You know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. 
I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Yeah, yeah. Two years later, 20 pounds more. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Just talking about doing it. And you think you've done it. You th you, you've convinced in your own mind, I've done it. You haven't done anything. You just talked about doing it. I mean, just, it, it, just at the very least, stop talking about it. You're not credible. Verse, verse 23, I, I, I'm closing. On that day, declares the Lord Almighty, I will take you, my servant Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, declares the Lord, and I will make you like my signet ring, for I have chosen you, declares the Lord Almighty. I will, again, I will make you like a signet ring. Again, the promise you know, the signet ring was a thing that was either worn around the neck or on the finger. It was the, the, thing, the, the, the thing that was used to put into hot wax to seal a document. It was, it was like, a, it was like the, the, the gold card, you know, a royal gold card that for official business, for transacting business. And so that's even more of an homage, a connection back to David and his line. I'm here as a governor in a conquered land with a pitiful ragtag group of folk that have come back to populate this land and you're talking about royalty and overthrowing chariots and signet rings and look at me, look at me, I'm just in the temple. It's okay, but it ain't all that. Uh, what's up? And God through the prophet is saying, long term buddy, long term, what do you mean? Because both in Matthew and in Luke, as you trace the line to Christ, you see Zerubbabel's name in there. See, see, we, again, we're, we're not, well, why can't you restore the kingdom when I'm here? Why can't I have, can, can't you have a few jelly beans for me, you know? I want, why not? I got a bigger plan for you. Much bigger than your comfort and your, if I, if I plastered gold all of the, after, after a while, it's going gonna, it's gonna to all be gone anyway. I am so blessed to have, we are so blessed to have seven grandchildren. And it is my, it is my honor and my privilege. And I, 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 with all sincerity in my heart, I look at them as like, that's my legacy. That's, that's, that's my legacy, not, not, not a few bucks that I might leave them at my untimely demise, but, but, but my legacy is how do I interact with them? How have I shared Christ with them? Well, how will they raise their children? And how will their children's children be raised? Not about what they're going to do for me. How, how, how you know, what, what's in it for me? What's in it for you is a long-term view of being in right relationship with God, see? And it's a funny thing that Haggai's, excuse me, Zerubbabel's grandfather, he was told that in Jeremiah that I'm going to take your signet ring away from you. I'm, I'm going to take, take your ring away. Uh, and now God is like, I'm giving it back. I, I, I'm restoring it. See? So we can't even blame, well, you know, it was my mama, you know. My mom is the reason why I'm in this situation. My dad is, no, 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 honey, no, no, no. 
you need, as mama would say, every pot sits on its own bottom. And you are responsible for your own relationship with God. Now, now, situations in life may have, you may have gotten on the starting line maybe two or three strides behind the, the next person, but that's neither here nor there. You're not running against the next person. That ain't the race you're running. I'm not trying to beat Nate or Erica. I'm just trying to finish the race that he's given me. I don't, I don't have to beat you there. You get there when you get there. I'm going to get there when you get there. See? I just need to finish the race. It's, it's a long-term view. Um, I'm done. See? Even when Christ came, even when he came, see, people were still looking. They still didn't get it. They were still looking, oh, Hosanna, you know, he said, boy, you're going to overthrow the Romans. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. You're going you're gonna to really take the foot uh, of my oppressor off my neck. And God is like, you know, I'm telling the oppressor to step on your neck for a reason. I'm trying to work something out in you. I'm done. So what do we take away from all of this? God's got this. What has he got? Whatever you got. Whatever you got, whatever, whatever issue you have going on, whatever issue it is, health, jobs, relationships, spiritual deficiencies, whatever relationship you've got going on, God's got this. But in order for him to got that, you got to give him it in order for it to get God. Let's, 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 let's pray. Our Father and our God, again, we say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for Haggai. Thank you for Zerubbabel. Thank you for Joshua. Thank you for uh, your people, Father, that uh, I can learn through their errors and uh, through their obedience too. Father, I thank you for wisdom. I thank you for just, just half a brain, Father, to... To, to follow close after you. I thank you. We love you. We thank you. It's in the name of your Son, our Savior, the Christ. We ask it all. Amen.